You're listening to Kitchen Table Finance. Join Dave Shotwell and Nick Nauta as they cut through the complexity of financial planning and serve bites of investment advice that are both personal and practical. Hey Dave, how you doing today? Not bad, Nick, how are you? Oh, good. Can't complain. Uh, excited about today's uh, podcast episode. We are going to make ourselves feel old by diving into what's captivated at least my teenage daughter, and, and I know a lot of other teenagers' hearts, and that is TikTok. Yeah, yeah, and specifically TikTok challenges, which yes. um, until a couple of days ago, I had only heard of in a negative context. You know, kids doing dangerous things based on these challenges, uh, you know, having to do Tide Pods and other, um, you know, unhealthy behaviors. But this uh, this week, we, we had an article from the Wall Street Journal that talked about a potentially positive TikTok challenge. Yeah, absolutely. So the um, money challenge is uh, all the rage on TikTok right now. So the money challenge being creative ways to save money. So I think there was one TikTok user that put money in a Hennessy bottle and refused to open, crack it open until it was full as a way of forced savings almost. There, it, it, according to the article, there's been several different variations on this. I, you know, Full disclosure, I've never logged into TikTok. I never intend to log into TikTok. So we are conveying this secondhand via, via the Wall Street Journal. However, you know, it sounds like there are several different variations on this theme that certain online influencers are using. And it raised some some interesting ideas, you know, around financial planning and, you know, the positives that can come out of this kind of social support, if you will, or gamification of finance. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's interesting if you kind of looking through this article, and, and I will also admit, Dave, that I'm not on TikTok. My only exposure to TikTok is when my daughter sends me videos that she thinks I will think are funny. Um <laughs> So that is my TikTok experience. Yeah, it's interesting following and reading some of the stuff in the Wall Street Journal about kind of how people are being successful at saving money and kind of some of maybe the psychology behind that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they were all variations on trying to save certain amounts in a certain time frame. Or, um, you know, one, one thing that came to mind is a few years ago, I remember reading about it was in someone's on someone's blog, and I actually tried it myself for a while with my pocket change. But where you you basically put a dollar in a in a jar one week, and then the next week you put two, and then you put four, and you exponentially try to increase what you're saving. You know, so so it's not necessarily a, a brand new idea, and it, you know, it's really no different than you know telling your children to put money in their piggy bank, right? And don't break it sure. for birthday or, you know, you actually have to do some action like break the piggy bank or, you know, to get your money out. So it's kind of a variation on an old theme. But the first thing that stuck in my mind was that it's, it's influencers doing this. And so they're like creating instantly kind of a social support network around what they're doing and what their goals are outside of accountability. Yeah. 
So I guess, is, is saving money cool now, Dave? Can we say that? Do we get a status yeah. increase yeah, uh, with this right. latest TikTok challenge? Right. <laughs> Are right. we the cool well, guys now? we say TikTok, our search <laughs> engine results go up. So um, <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, we could just find some kind of, uh, you know, budgeting uh, social uh, angle. I think we'd, we'd save there the There you world. go. We need to make budgeting fun and cool. We need to make emergency funds. Maybe we can make our own challenge, the <laughs> yeah. emergency fund, okay. contingency fund challenge. Yeah. So, but no, I think you're right. You know, I think saving money this way has been around for a long time. I remember growing up, my dad had a huge five-gallon mm-hmm. glass jug that he used to throw yeah. change in. I think he gave up when us kids started dumping it out to find extra money for candy and stuff at the gas station. But it's been, it's interesting. I guess one of the things that's interesting to me is this debate. And we've talked about it a couple of times on our podcast, but it's hard to save change in dollars if you're not using cash. So it's this right. kind of, you know, how long, how, how much longer is this money challenge going to be around when it comes to saving cash? If nobody's using cash, it's pretty hard to save your change or extra dollar bills. Right. You know, uh, well, you know, there, there are a couple of online apps run by some of the institutions out there where they round, I think Bank of America was doing this for a while. Where if you opt, you could opt into a program where when you made debit card purchases, they would automatically round it up to the next dollar and the difference would go into a savings account. So if you spent $5.10 at uh, Starbucks, 90 cents from your account would be kind of sensitive as saving. Yeah, there's definitely some of those tools. And I can't remember what bank it was either, but I know one or two of them were doing it. So yeah. there are there are some ways to uh, round up your change. Yeah, you know, and, and that's something that we see a lot of times. Charity, if you go to, you know... Mm-hmm. Your local Wendy's or McDonald's, they might have a roundup for change campaign going on, but this is something that you can do where you can round up change for savings, which, you know, I think we both agree that any any way you find to save is is probably a good thing for the most part. <laughs> I guess I part of the part of the question that I have is, you know, saving money using creative ways and in, in creative engines. I think I saw some guy on there sticking cash in the back of his closet or something along those lines. So do we have other better ways to save and plan that you can think of, Dave, than sticking money in your closet? <laughs> the change going into the change jar, of course, is, is a simple one. But like you said, like I hardly carry cash anymore and and don't keep a lot of change. Mm-hmm. A couple things that I think, you know, strains we can look at that work for this kind of challenge is the concept of paying yourself first right? Committing to a savings yep. pool and basically like the, the person putting the money in the, the Hennessy bottle, that was a priority above buying another latte or, you know, picking up an extra magazine right. newsstand or, you know, whatever that impulse buy might've been. Instead that, that little bit was going to go in into savings. And then the other thing, the other thing is like, how do you recreate if you're not a TikTok influencer, if I'm getting that right. How do you recreate that social support? And and also the idea that, you know, money's a pretty private thing. So, you know, I wouldn't want to be posting my, you know, well, we come on here and we talk about money all the time, right? But but we're not uh, I'm not looking to um, you know, broadcast to the world what my own financial 
program necessarily. So how do you you're not gonna you're not gonna start making videos about uh, what you're saving for and how you're saving for them. Is that right. what you're trying to say? <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's a private topic. So how do you, you know how do you do that? And I think you know one thing is obviously you know creating your own little support network that doesn't necessarily involve announcing it you know carte blanche to the public, but maybe you yeah. know finding a few friends or spouse or significant other that you can share goals with and which is really no different than dieting or exercise really right right you know we don't need to necessarily put it out there on instagram or tiktok what we're doing but we can we can definitely enlist a few few friends for that kind of support yeah, it was interesting reading this article. I think the outcomes from some of the influencers, they seem to be better because they had this sense of this is a public goal and now I have accountability because I said I was going to do this challenge. And so now I have to do it and I have to you know, come through on my end. Right. And I think that same thing can be created on your own. It doesn't necessarily have, you don't have to use TikTok or Instagram right. or social yeah. media to do that. But the more that you make that goal public, even if it's in your circle, even as with it's with your family union unit, I think the better off you're going to be, the more likely you are to succeed in that goal when it's public. And the research is pretty clear on that when it comes to accountability and making your goal public, your ability to achieve that goal. Well, the, the other thing that jumped out as I was reading the article is the ones that were the most interesting were the ones that had a specific use for the money. You know, and, you know, if you're trying to save $500 over the course of, you know, six months to have a party for your friends or to go on a special three day weekend or, you know, whatever it is, is a lot different than just every morning saying, I need to make sure my spare change goes in the jar today, you know, or whatever, whatever mechanism you're using, but it becomes more, more real. And more fun if you can picture what you're going to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. So true. And, you know, when we talk about budgeting and cash flow, one of the things that we recommend is having people set up certain either separate savings accounts or separate, you know, if they're all in one saving account, have certain goals attached to know how much money is in that goal and name those goals because that's going to make you so much more successful. And, and we kind of joke around that if you want to know what's important to someone, look at their check registry or look at their, right. you know, their credit card statement. Right. That's where they're spending their money. And it's more about your, you, if you're spending your money on things that are truly important to you, your happiness level, your, your happiness with your own finances is probably going to go up. And that just kind of reiterates the point of making sure that you have a goal, that you have something tangible when you're saving money. And that's going to be super helpful in terms of helping you achieve your goal and helping you to get to where you want to be. And another thing that, that I think can be taken from this concept is that healthy strategies don't have to be big things all at once, right? They can be, they can be little, little things like throwing your change in a jar every day for a year. They can be trying to put away, you know, a dollar this week and two dollars the next week, or ten dollars and twenty dollars, or you know, pick your number that fits your budget. But it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm going to save, you know, a huge chunk right away to be a to be a healthy improvement. Every little bit helps. 
Yeah, that's such a great point because if you think about it, you know, it's, if any way that you can celebrate the small successes is what leads into the larger successes, right? And we tend to be so hard on ourselves as humans that we just kind of get down on ourselves because maybe we have this, you know, goal to save $20,000 for something and we didn't get there as fast as we wanted to. And now we think that we're, you know, terrible people and we're never going to be able to do it. And, and, and kind of a flip side of one of the ways that we tell people to pay off debt is to start with the smallest amount. Right. And it kind of success. snowballs into the bigger ones so that you can feel that success. So you can feel like you're making improvements. Um, not necessarily ne- about the interest rates, but more about the personal successes along the way. And I think you're absolutely right about saving money can be viewed the same way. Right. It doesn't have to be a, a big change all at once. So I guess the the big question out of today's episode, Dave, is are you going to be getting TikTok as a result of this podcast? I, I am not planning <laughs> to TikTok. I, uh, I too have people that will occasionally send me content that I may like. Most involve talking dogs with funny voices, which is fine. My dogs have funny voices, so it's good. Yeah, I guess, you know, all I'll say along that is uh, I'll no longer view uh, TikTok as another sign that Western civilization is teetering on the brink and that maybe, you know, I, I, I the first thing I thought when I read it is, Thank goodness somebody's found something positive to use this for other than um, silly stuff or the negative things that we always hear about the other challenges. So I like that. Well, as always, if you have questions or if you have your own money challenge that you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear it. Shoot us an email at info at srbadvisors.com. Yep. Uh, Dave, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you, Nick. Have a great day. Gather round and follow the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast to learn about money and simple ways you can invest right now. You can find more practical advice at srbadvisors.com and contact the team for personal planning by emailing info at srbadvisors.com.